Brad Stanley, and uh, I have a very, very exciting message for you today. The purpose of this message is to help you to understand how the fivefold ministry works, help you understand what your place is within the overall ministry of the body of Christ. And the title is called Building Up of the Body. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11 to verse 16. And he gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which is belongs to the fullness of Christ as a result are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness in deceitful scheming, but speaking the truth in love, we may grow up in all aspects into is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body the building up of itself in love. My text comes from the last part of that verse, which says, causes the growth of the body to the building up of itself in love. The number one way and the primary way that the body of Christ operates and functions properly is when it operates and functions in love. You see, you cannot work together if you do not love the people you're around. That does not mean that you only love the kind of people that fit in with you. When, when we talk about love, we talk about the God kind of love, which is unconditional. That means it doesn't matter what kind of person they are, where they come from, what their background is, because they are children of God, that requires that you love them. Love is the primary function and characteristic of God. And so if we want to work together as a body of Christ under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, going to have to learn to walk in love with one another across the board 
notice he gave some to be prophets and some as apostles. I'm talking about the fivefold ministry and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers. The first thing that we need to know about the, this portion of scripture is that it is not all that not all are prophets, not all are apostles, but all are called to function and work in the body of Christ. Not everybody is called to the fivefold ministry. But everybody is called to work and operate and fulfill their purpose in the body of Christ. See, God is not a God that has no purpose and plan. God is a God of purpose. He's a God of plan. He's a God of order. He's a God of goals. And He has a purpose and a goal for every single believer. But it is up to us to realize what that goal is and to step into it. The primary goal of most believers is, and everybody in actual fact, is to step into the ministry of reconciliation. We are all, every singer, doesn't matter whether you're an apostle or a prophet or if you're a person at home um, studying schoolwork or a mother bringing up children. We are all, if you're born again, you're part of the ministry of reconciliation. That means you're part of the ministry that tells the world what Jesus has done for you and brings the world into a relationship with Jesus. Now that doesn't mean that you have to stand up on a pulpit or stand up on a platform or, or stand out in the street um, sharing the gospel, doing street evangelism. I know when, when guys that I used to hang around with, when I first got saved, were into street evangelism in a big way. And there was a man called John Dowrick who used to lead a whole bunch of us on street evangelism every Saturday morning at different shopping centers in main streets around where we live. And we'd sometimes have somebody playing a guitar and somebody would share the gospel and others would hand out tracks and share the love of God. And I was called on one day to preach the gospel as a street evangelist. I didn't know what to do. I was all at sea. But it did not stop me from sharing the love of God. I found out I wasn't called to be an evangelist. So that was great. That was one thing off my list. But I was called and I am called to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We had in that group all kinds of people. Some people were timid. Some people were bold. Some people were... Uh, uh, out there, but we all played a role sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that really hasn't stopped in my life. It now has taken on a different flavor and a different way and a different uh, perspective. 
but I am still sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. But how do I do that, you might ask? Well, you tell people chiefly what God has done for you, how he saved you, what happened when he saved you, and you begin to share and testify about what he's done in your life. Your testimony carries great power. And it's your testimony. Why would it carry? Because it is real to you. It is something that you have experienced personally. So your testimony carries great power. And so when you share that, you're sharing something that is real to you. God will use that to touch people's lives. So you don't have to be a fivefold minister. You don't have to stand up in a pulpit. You can just find somebody somewhere. God will lead you to somebody somewhere. And you just quietly share with them about the love of God, how it changed your life. And the rest is up to God, whether they accept it or whether they don't. That's not your problem. You share the gospel. That's all you need to worry about. Everyone has a grace or anointing on their lives. Everybody to function in some gift or other. However, we need to stay in the gift that we have been called to function in. So if God has called you to a certain area, if you're a, a business executive for somebody, and God has come, wants to use you in that way. Don't begin to say, well, I'd like to be an evangelist now. Or I'd like to be a pastor or something like that. You might not be called to the fivefold ministry. I've seen in my years, guys that have thought they were called to pastors. Guys who thought they were called to be prophets. And they just damaged the body of Christ wholesale, big time. Why? Were they bad people? No. They were people that just got their wires crossed. And because God did something in their lives and used them in a certain way, they began to think that that meant a calling to a specific ministry. Just because you stand up and prophesy in a church service on a Sunday morning, it might be real, it might be what God is saying, and it might be accurate. But that of itself does not mean that you now enter into the ministry of a prophet. You might have a prophetic leading. You might have a prophetic gifting in terms of prophesying over people's lives. The Bible says that we're all called to prophesy. So you might have that, or you might have a gift of, of sharing the gospel one-on-one -on -one with people and people get saved or get healed. That is a whole different dynamic. So you need to be happy with where you are. Once again, also, if you're in a pastor or an evangelist or a prophet, I've seen guys switching callings like it was a candy shop. I'll have one of those and I'll have one of those and, and then I'll have some of them. No, you stay where you are. It's not a job position. It is a calling. It's a whole different game. You cannot say, well, today I'm going to go work as a, 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 a 
CEO of a company and then tomorrow I'm going to go to... No, you stay where God has placed you and you, you develop that area that God has called you to, whatever it is, and you see how God will move you in a mighty way to touch and change people's lives. Because at the end of the day, that's all it is about. It's about touching and changing people's lives. Blessings. Love you lots. See you soon.